Hi everybody, Eric here with Smart Pot Fabric Planters, back with another episode of the Growing Revolution Smart Pot Cast. And today's guest is Nicholas Boucher. Uh, he goes by the persona of Professor Pepper on Instagram and his account, and we'll put this on the screen, is project.compendium.do.piment. And uh, he's uh, been doing a lot of posts on uh, specifically hot peppers and, you know, growing them, different techniques, and just doing cool pictures and videos. Um, he's uh, been using smart pots, so we wanted to ask him about his experience there. So welcome to the show, Nicholas. Hey, thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, thanks for joining us. So starting out, could you tell us a little bit about your, yourself and where you're coming from? Yeah, of course. Well, I'm uh, from Quebec, Canada. I've uh, been uh, here my whole life. Um, I'm a father of two kids, two great kids, raising them the best I can with their mother. Uh, she's been enduring me for 11 years, so <laughs> she's pretty awesome, that's for sure. And um, I, I honestly, I work in the insurance business. That's my main job, my day job. I work in the ins insurance industry, However, it's something that I didn't really go to school for. It's just something that happened by chance more than uh, by choice. And uh, I, but uh, yeah, that's one thing I wanted to mention. I'm currently on leave right now. So I have a lot of time to take care of these peppers and everything because I'm actually uh, trying to overcome or learn to live with a uh, newly diagnosed bipolar disorder and some severe anxiety issues. So I, uh, I try to be very open about these things because I think it's important that people, you know, get to talk about mental, uh, mental health. So that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, nice. Um, you know, kind of going on, um, you know, anxiety and, and bipolar, uh, one of our previous guests, uh, Dale Spoonmore from mm. uh, from Seed to Spoon, he basically talked about how uh, he used gardening to overcome his uh, anxiety and, and depression and uh, just like weight loss. And uh, guy is a, a great uh, testament. So if, if you haven't seen him before, check him out. He's uh, absolutely. They're also big Smart Pot fans. So cool. uh, so what what got you into growing hot peppers? Well, what got me into growing them per se was, I have to say, the pandemic because uh, I needed something to occupy my hands during lockdowns and whatnot. <clears throat> but uh, my passion for peppers in general comes from my late uh, maternal grandfather, who was basically a, a spice addict, and uh, he he would eat anything spicy, and we would be choking ourselves on the same thing. So he taught me how to tolerate uh, the spice. <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, so, uh, Project Compendium du Piment roughly translates to Pepper Compendium Project. Uh, am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and for people who are wondering, a, a compendium is basically like a like a short accumulation of tips and and uh, strategies, I guess. Um, uh, so, what are you looking to accomplish with this? Well, initially, uh, when I created the page, and uh, I started more on Facebook than on Instagram, but it eventually converted mostly to Instagram. Uh, it was like to support and gain awareness of my project that was initially to write a book. That was the main focus of what I was doing. I wanted to write a book about peppers, about my experience with them, 
Uh, however, uh, life being what it is and books uh, not being something that you just write in like a day, uh, I started shifting more towards sharing information and tidbits of my adventures online. And that got like a huge traction and big success. And I'm still keeping the ultimate goal of a book, but uh, it's uh, just that they it's like i'm let's say i'm just still gathering the data and the stories that i'm going to be putting into it and taking the time to heal my mind in the process but also all the sharing and the community everything has just snowballed into something that's i'm just going with it yeah all all things will come uh, in in due time exactly. very cool um so how many varieties of peppers have you grown and how many are you growing at any given time uh, well, so far, I'd say that I have grown 25 different varieties in the last three years, more or less, uh, because I don't have that much space in here. And outdoors is only like uh, three and a half months here. So <laughs> that's uh, that that doesn't give us much time. But uh, the uh, in the last three years, yeah, about 25 varieties and um, the the. Um, uh, what do I want to say? Uh, usually I grow about like 20 plants at a time, all in different stages. So I'm going to have like five big plants in the big tent. I'm going to have like uh, three or four medium plants in the smaller tent. And in the, uh, the, the, the tent where I start my peppers there, there can be like uh, 10, 15 plants in there in solo cups or whatever. And then there's outdoors. I have usually about the same quantity outside as well when it's possible to do so. But I do own about 250 varieties of seeds. So I'm like slowly moving through those to, to grow nice. them out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where are you sourcing your uh, genetics from? Where, where are you, where are you getting that? Uh, the, the seeds that I got, most of them were actually donations or gifts from people online, uh, either through trades or just people interested in my project and wanting to just share what they had. So uh, that's pretty much how I got most of the seeds. I bought like maybe 10 or 20 of those packets and uh, the rest is all uh, trades and donations. Nice. That's the best way to do it. Uh, whenever we can avoid a sales tax, that's that's a that's a bonus. Exactly. Uh, so uh, so you were growing some peppers indoors uh, using our smart pot fabric planters. Did you notice anything about growing in smart pots versus uh, traditional nursery pots? Um, you know, what, yeah. what were your observations there? Uh, definitely. There, there, I still have four plants growing in smart pots right now as we speak, and they're going to be going outdoors to like just reflower again and produce all summer. But uh, they, uh, they, uh, I, I mean, first off, they really look snazzy in their colored pots. Like they look cool. That's one of the main things. <laughs> but in all seriousness, uh, it's, it's, like the roots it's how the roots behave in the pots like instead of uh following the edge of the pot circling around until they're all bound up uh, they just keep growing out of the pot and air pruning themselves off so basically since the roots are con constantly growing the plant is also uh staying healthier growing bigger so overall the plants uh, i mean it's a jungle in there and it's only three gallon pots and there's like just canopy everywhere i don't know where which plant starts and ends yeah your your plants look super healthy uh so you know i i'd like to say that the smart pots have a a, a good amount to do with it but i think you also have a green thumb uh, <laughs> as well so 
Um, where are you going to for your pepper uh, cultivation knowledge? Well, uh, initially I learned a lot by like reading online and a few books as well. I have a very nice book that I read uh, from cover to cover that's really awesome. And also just doing research and talking to people that grow for that have grown longer than me and just <clears> taken <throat> in their knowledge, uh, reading their posts. Um, at least half of my plant knowledge honestly though comes from the cannabis industry like i don't even grow or consume cannabis at least not anymore but i like the adapted knowledge that comes from that very large community online uh is just great and the people are great and it's just so easy to access it because the people are so awesome and willing to share so uh yeah, uh, yeah that's really where it comes from and now the info that i get now now that i'm more established is just really uh, with like people in the industry and uh, companies that work in the industry as well we just exchange uh, our knowledge that way nice yeah nice yeah i i've uh in my last interview our guest we were kind of talking about how the cannabis industry is is really leading the way in agriculture um you know i i think Part of the reason why is it's such a valuable crop, so people are have more resources to throw, you know, you know, cutting edge technology yeah. and products at it, um, and you know, I, I don't, I don't know if there will be an ever be an end in uh, sight for, I guess, how far people are pushing uh, their cannabis plants, and um, a plant is a plant, you know, at the end of the day, a, a hot pepper plant is going to have, I'm sure, some intricacies that, you know, a cannabis plant might not like. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, a plant's a plant. So, exactly. um, yeah, kudos to you for recognizing the cannabis industry as uh, blazing the trail, which they yeah, have. Been. Yeah, they are. Pun intended, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so are you one of those hot pepper eaters that can just eat any pepper or is there a limit to what you can consume okay well uh let's put it like this i'll taste any pepper uh, i already have tasted quite a few of the hottest peppers around in the world uh but i'm not one to just like challenge myself for the sake of the challenge i don't like stuff my face with uh four or five raw peppers just because i want to show that i'm able to do it or just to be able to show that i'm suffering online um but i enjoy what i enjoy actually the most is the culinary experience brought forth by the peppers so i tend to try and find always balance between the heat and the flavor and uh i can take quite a bit of heat however uh, i've been told but uh, <laughs> i like it when i can actually still taste the food and i'm not just constantly paying for my mistakes yeah makes sense hey have you ever tried that uh one chip challenge do you know what i'm talking about yeah i know what you're talking about i haven't tried that challenge uh mostly because i'd have to probably order their chip online and it'd probably be more expensive than what a single chip should ever be worth but uh <laughs> yeah i know no, i've I... always thought that uh challenge was a little ridiculous and uh, and yeah. not really I, I like spice, I like heat, but I'm not like one of those people that are like trying to burn my tongue off. So exactly. the one chip challenge is not for me. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I've known a, a few like pepperheads that have said that it's not actually that bad and that it's just tastes awful, but 
I don't know. I'm uh, sure if you're a pepperhead and you can handle, you know, high. What is it, Scoville? That's the yeah, measurement Scoville, of. Yeah. of uh, 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 yeah, the so heat, heat level, yeah. Yeah, the heat level. Um, so what are you doing with your peppers? It sounds like you're cooking with them. Are you making any like hot sauce out of them? What, what yeah, are you doing? I, I do make hot sauce uh, for myself and to share with family because here in Quebec, it's very difficult to just market whatever you cook. You need the really uh, specific regulations to follow and all sorts of complications but uh, red tape, the, gotta uh, love it red tape yes uh and uh, the uh, but uh, honestly with peppers uh i you can dry them make them make dried spices use them dried just the pepper itself uh, jam or jelly which i've done before it's amazing to have uh, pepper jelly pepper jam uh, candy or gummies uh, of course uh, desserts like uh, different types of desserts you can make with a bit of spice into them like chocolatey desserts uh, of course there's the whole meals like the traditional moles and such uh, you can pickle them you can candy them like cowboy candy i don't know if you know about that cowboy candy no. it's like uh, jalapeno slices that you basically uh, candy in a sugar syrup and uh, other uh, flavoring spices just basically eat that out of the <laughs> the jar cool. and uh, the uh, oils vinegars infused oils infused vinegars yeah so i'm probably forgetting like at least half of what's possible but yeah uh, there's so many things you can do with peppers uh, and that's just eating them i mean you can you can make like body rubs for pain <laughs> Yeah, um, you could make, uh, you know, insecticidal, you know, sprays for, for in the garden for outdoor usage. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of funny. I, I, I just think of, you know, hot peppers kind of, oh, yeah, you just, you know, you, you eat them. But there's so many uses and probably so many uses that we haven't even discovered yet. Who knows? Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, so do you have any, like, go-to growing tips for uh, besides growing them in a smart pot planter, do you have any uh, uh, hot pepper growing tips for success? Uh, the one tip that applies from start to finish, according to me, is be patient. Like the seeds, pepper seeds take a long time to germinate, can be up to 30 days, if not more sometimes, especially on the hotter varieties. Uh, ripening of the pods, it takes time. Uh, it's going to start green and it's going to stay green and you're going to feel like it's green for months on end and then it's going to turn a bit of a color and then you're not going to be sure if it's ripe or not for like 15 weeks <laughs> so be patient and even like up to drying them out you still need to be patient you need to dry them you know take your time it takes time to dry them uh rushing things is not your friend with peppers yeah Definitely. yeah and, and i would say with growing in general um you yeah, know na right. mother nature kind of runs on her own time exactly. and i could imagine the patience for a pepper grower has to be extraordinary because you know it, your end pepper might only be like this big hmm. so you're just waiting months and months for the payoff that you know is like an inch squared exactly um, so I, I, I know as, as a grower of other, you know, produce, uh, patience is hard, but 
boy, I could imagine with a small payoff, it's got to be even tougher. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And uh, it's why probably a lot of pepper uh, growers tend to overgrow the quantity, over uh, overestimate the quantity of plants they need. And they just like, their yard is filled with them, but then they end up with crops that they don't even know what to do with <laughs> at exactly. the end, at the end of the day. But it's it's because, I mean, it, it, you plant the seed, you're waiting 15 days for it to sprout, and then you're waiting for it to grow a bit. And then when you bring it outside, you still have to wait because a pepper plant is about 180 days uh, for the longest varieties to be like fully mature and ripe, ready to pick. So yeah, 180 days, that's uh, quite a bit. That's half a year almost. So Yeah, and and then you're hoping that Mother Nature cooperates. Um, you know, yeah. I, I my growing experience with peppers is pretty limited, but I've noticed that they definitely do a lot better in warmer temperatures as opposed to cooler temperatures. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it, you know, if you get a cold snap, you might be just watching your plants uh, in limbo for a minute. Exactly. Um, are you doing any breeding? Or plan to do any breeding? I do plan to do breeding, but I did not do any yet. Um, basically, uh, I wanted to maybe try do something with those, you know, arrow garden type things, uh, where I could have like both parent plants side by side in it and breed that way. I've seen uh, it's Kangstar, the uh, pepper grower, famous YouTube pepper grower that does it that way. And I thought it was very smart because it's a small space controlled area. Plants grow quickly, not too big. Again, you can really just focus on breeding those two plants. But uh, yeah, eventually I'm going to start try my hand at it, whether it's that way or any other way, but I will try my hand at it for sure. And it's something that I want to share as well on my page uh, about how to go about doing it. But uh, breeding peppers and then stabilizing what you've created, that's the work of like seven to 10 years at least. Yeah, you got to have uber patience uh, mm -hmm. in the breeding process. Exactly. Uh, phenotype hunting um, definitely is a patient man's game. Exactly. Uh, so uh, do you grow anything else besides peppers or, you know, is peppers kind of just your main game? I Well, I grow a few like uh, random garden items like tomatoes, cucumbers when the outdoor season comes, stuff like that, you know, pumpkins. Uh... But I've been starting to try my hand at uh, edible or actually useful, so to say, flowers and other herbs and spices like that. So I have uh, in my tents and uh, a bit out my tents, I have some marigolds going. I have some chamomile, lavender. I have flax that's ready to plant outside, uh, like a few things like that. So I, I want to try and... Uh, you know, plant stuff that's going to be pretty, but also that I'm going to be able to use either on the plate or, you know, for, I don't know, soaps, tea, whatever, you know. So I just try, I'm just trying to see what I can do with what I can grow. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of growing what you like to consume or use. Um, you know, ornamental flowers are, are nice for me, but in the same given space, I'd rather just grow like another pepper plant or another tomato plant. So, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. But that's just me, you know, to each their own. Um, so, uh, where are you going to for your growing equipment? Is there like a local hydro store in, in your area that you go to? Is it online shopping? 
Well, there aren't many stores near where I live, so most of the shopping has been online or through connections so far. Uh, I'd like to give a special shout out to Hydromax uh, in in Val David, which is actually quite far from where I live, but I've went there once. And uh, also their supplier, uh, Biofloral Canada. So they uh, like uh, they they've provided me with a lot of stuff there. But uh, purchasing stuff so far, uh, honestly, if I'm transparent, has been rare, uh, because uh, most of my equipment has either been donated or won or sponsored so nice. far. Because I mean, people have been uh, very very supportive of my, of my project and of my content. So it's just been I've been blessed and lucky in my adventures but that store uh, they were like amazing uh, amazingly generous with me when i wanted to start uh, trying my hand at hydroponics which i hadn't haven't even had time to start trying yet but they provided me with uh, like 90% of the equipment i need uh, for that and uh, really really thankful for uh, for what they've done awesome yeah hydroponics is cool uh, to try for anybody, uh, you know, who's a strictly a soil grower, uh, when you make the leap to hydro, it's kind of like, uh, it's almost a different ball game. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, your plants grow much faster, but then the failure uh, could could be much higher when things go wrong. So, exactly. you know, I'd yeah. say definitely you want to start in soil, or most people should start in mm -hmm. soil, uh, and then make the jump to technology if, if it suits you. Exactly. Um, so, Nicholas, what are you doing for fun when you're not in the garden? Now, I, I'm I'm sure a good chunk of your time is spent in the garden when you're not doing uh, uh, fun insurance related work. So, <laughs> what what else uh, what else are you doing? Uh, well, uh, if I'm not playing with my kids, uh, I love to read a good book and have a good drink lounging by the pool, uh, if the weather's good, of course. But in the colder months or when the weather's not nice, I'm an avid gamer and I've been since 1984, probably. Uh, I love getting uh, lost in some of the amazing worlds some of these developers can create and build. So I just, it never left me. My dad bought us the first nest console the first nintendo and ever since i've been like swept away by those uh, those worlds <laughs> i know i that, that was me that was definitely me up until a certain point and uh yeah I, I i love video games but i i think i definitely could get lost too far in, into those worlds it's like <laughs> you you start playing and then you look at your watch and it's like oh wow it's three in the morning and uh, i have to be up at uh six <laughs> yeah that, that's something that i used to do not anymore but i i still like to enjoy it with a reasonable uh dosage <laughs> yeah now that we're adults you know everything yeah. uh you know in moderation right exactly <laughs> nice nice well, Nicholas, that was all the questions that I had, and it's been really cool getting to know you and, and learning more about, you know, hot peppers and, and their cultivation. So um, so people can follow you on uh, Instagram and, and yep. Facebook, and, and we'll put on screen, uh, you know, the exact um, uh, uh, handle or whatever so people can find you direct. Uh, Absolutely. Are you, are you on YouTube at all, or is it just mainly Instagram <sighs> and Facebook? Honestly, I have a YouTube channel, but I don't really use it, so it's nothing really interesting there to see. But Instagram is the the main area of uh, content, and Facebook is there as well. But 
I just basically repost stuff from Instagram there uh, for the more local audience. Uh, most most Quebecers are following me on Facebook actually, and Instagram is more international. But nice. uh, there's a link tree link in my bio as well. So if you're putting my handle and people can go check, they're gonna see in the link tree if there's anything else they're interested by. So. Yeah, That's definitely. Yep. Uh, people check them out. Uh, Nicholas is putting out really cool pictures, uh, entertaining videos. Um, he caught our eyes, so we're going to be looking forward to watching your progress going forward. So Thanks. thank you again for making time uh, for us on The Growing Revolution. Well, it's my pleasure, and thank you for having me. <laughs>